Hello there and welcome to episode 26 of At Home with Breffney. We're in apartment mode today. So if you're someone who's thinking of buying an apartment for yourself to live in, well, I'd love you to stick around and listen to this episode where I bring your attention to some things that you may not have considered already. Without a doubt, you'll certainly have considered many of the 14 things I'm going to talk about, but perhaps some of them might be some fresh notions for you. So the first thing is, let's say you're planning to buy in a, an apartment block and it's called Castle View Lawns. Um, the first thing I'd suggest you do is go on to daft.ie and see what is the story in terms of apartments for rent in Castle View Lawns. Now, I know we're looking to buy here, so you'll have probably set your search, your searches up for apartments to buy but I'm suggesting you go on to Daft and look at what is currently for rent in Castle V Lawns. This will simply give you a good sense of what is going on in the building. Is there lots for rent? What kind of condition do they look in? What kind of uh, rents are they looking for? Just what's the feeling? These are going to be your neighbours, the people who are going to be living in these apartments. Do you like the feel of it or does anything about it ring an alarm bell e.g bunk beds or that kind of thing. So that's the first thing. Just check out on Daft what's for rent in the very building that you're planning to buy in. The next thing is uh, reconsider your minimum size. Now, in general, I would say that size, a two bed, two bath apartment, a nice size for that would be a minimum of 70 square metres. However, I'm suggesting that if you're looking to buy for yourself to live in, you reduce your minimum size to 60 square meters. So I'm saying I'm suggesting you set your search button at 60 square meters instead of 70. And the reason I'm suggesting that is because, in my opinion, the proportion of the rooms trumps the size of the room, e.g. There are some apartment blocks up in Dundrum that are spacious. They are 70 square metres, but the rooms are very odd shapes. Um, for example, you have triangular shaped sitting rooms and very odd shaped bedrooms where you couldn't put a bed facing directly out the window. Everything is slightly at an odd angle. So I would suggest that you consider that a squared shape of a room is much prefer more preferable to a triangular shaped room. The next thing is you've, you're happy now that the block is not full of bunk beds and over rented. You're happy that your rooms are square in shape and now you're at the hall door waiting for the agent to show you in. So I would just ask you, you're probably going to do this already, but pay attention to how the agent gets into the building itself. What you want is for the agent to have to fob their way in or use a key to get in. My preference would be to have to use a key to get into the hall door. Um, uh, and what you don't want to see is that the agent is just able to push the hall door in because that means if you're living there, anyone else can push the hall door in and you want it to feel a bit more secure. And if you happen to be waiting around for the agent to gather a few more viewers before you go on up to the apartment, the next thing I'd like to bring your attention to is notice boards. You can get a very good sense of what's going on in an apartment block 
by looking at the notice board. So for example, on typical notice boards, I have seen um, notices that there's been recent break-ins into an apartment block, um, a series of break-ins. Uh, other things you might notice is requests for residents not to smoke in the common areas. Um, you might also see a notice of an annual general meeting, or you might see and what I love to see is the caretaker's mobile number, where if something is not clean in the common areas or something needs being attended to, then you have got a mobile number for a caretaker. I love to see that because you can imagine if you lived there, it would be so handy to have someone's mobile number. So that's take note of the notice boards while you're waiting. And even while you're not waiting, just take a quick snapshot of your phone, on your phone. And very often there are notice boards in the lift as well with current uh, updates of what's going on in the building. So that's notice boards. The um, fourth thing is when you are looking, um, when you're walking through the common areas of the building, e.g. let's say you happen, like I did the other day, have to walk through a central courtyard in order to access the particular block I was looking at. I looked in, the windows of the apartments to see what I could see. And in maybe three or four of the apartments, I saw bunk beds. And that was enough to make me realize I don't want to buy for my client in this particular building. It just is over occupied. So that was a put off and obviously no harm, even though it can be a little bit distracting chatting to someone or chatting to a fellow viewer or the agent as you walk through the common areas. Just pretend you're a spy and see what information you can glean from looking through windows, listening through doors and smelling what's going on in the corridors. Do they smell fresh? Is there cooking? What's going on? So that's the common areas. The next thing is the length of the corridor. Now you're instinctively going to know this, but some apartment blocks can be particularly uh, have corridors that are particularly long and narrow. And in my view, you don't want to be walking past more than three or four doors on your way to whichever apartment you're thinking of buying, because that's just too long. Remember, you're going to be coming out this door every morning of your life and you don't want to be coming out into it into a very dark, narrow corridor. So I would say a maximum of three or four doors um, to pass before you get to your apartment on the corridor. Then when you go into the apartment, um, the entrance door, just pay attention to the entrance door in um, and see on the inside, once you've got into the apartment, just look back at the entrance door and see, has the current occupier put on any extra security measures like extra bolts or is there any sign of a, an attempt at breaking or a forcing of the lock or scraping of the paint on the door? That just will give you, uh, that'll give you some sense of how secure or otherwise the block is. So now you're in the apartment, key things to pay attention to are the heating. A lot of apartments um, at the older blocks have storage heating. And if you don't like the idea of storage heating, well, that'll be an expense for you when you move in. Also, I'd love you to pay attention to the level of built in storage, because sometimes when you view an apartment and it's currently being lived in, you don't necessarily distinguish between what's built in and what's freestanding storage. But it's nice to see 
what level of built-in storage there is because as we all know storage in apartments is at a premium it, um a storage space is nearly always at a premium and it's good to know if there is plenty of built-in storage and while you're in that apartment too you might like to check out for the hob this is a point nine on our list the gas hob have you got a gas hob or not and if you like to cook with a gas hob then you need to check with the agent um is there gas in the building some of the older blocks don't have gas available so the 10th thing is the balcony instinctively you're going to know whether you'd feel comfortable walking out onto that balcony but in my my personal preference is for balconies that are actually part of the structure of the building i don't like to see a metal or iron balcony bolted onto the side of the building because i just think you're not going to feel comfortable sitting on it so it's nice to go for a balcony that is uh, got a concrete floor that has uh, concrete sides that really feels a little bit sheltered and secluded and one that you'd be very happy to use. And now we're on to parking, the 11th point. So let's say you're going to view an apartment and it says it comes with a car park space. And by the way, a car park space would usually add somewhere between 20 to 30,000 to the price of an apartment. That's roughly what they're valued at at the moment. Of course, it varies depending on exactly where, but that's the broad brush stroke value of an apartment space. So if it comes with a parking space, don't assume anything about that space. Ask the agent, will they show you the space? And make sure when you're being shown the space that let's say you're viewing an apartment on the fifth floor of a building. You want to make sure that you can get the lift all the way down to the car park. Um, because in a setup I was looking at last week in an apartment in Cabantini, the there was indeed an underground car park space, but you had to, once you'd parked your car, get out of the car park by walking out into the open air and then walking through a little pathway into the building itself. So it means if it was a rainy day and you'd piles of shopping, you'd be walking out into that rain um, from the car park in order to access the main apartment block itself that you live in. So I think you want to make sure that there's good connectivity between the car park and the apartment you're buying. And while we're talking about car park spaces, I definitely would suggest you, you look at it in terms of niftiness of parkability because as we all know no two car park spaces are alike and there are some very cruel car park spaces that you really aren't going to be very happy to park in every day and it's going to be a bit of a nightmare to park in and obviously some car park spaces are lovely but that is why it's important to ask the agent to show you the precise car park space and while we're talking about car parking the next thing you want to check in the terms of uh, parking is your visitors if you're living in your apartment presumably you're going to want to have some people over to visit you some apartment blocks are lovely in that there's piles of guest parking at ground level so your guests can simply drive up pull in park at ground level and go and see you and park in a visitor space delightful that's ideal. However, other apartment blocks are absolutely horrendous in terms of parking for visitors. They have very little car park space for visitors. And it, those that are, you, it's quite a palaver to use. You have to phone the security agent with the registration of your friend's car, etc., etc. So check out 
what is the story for visitors um, parking when they come to visit you? And it could be, of course, that the visitors are well able to access um, parking on street and it's not connected to your building at all. And, and that's great, but it is worth checking out. Um, then the next point, number 12, is bins. While you're having a look at the apartment, do ask the agent to show you where the bins are and just throw your eye over the bin area to see this is where I'll be going down with my bin from the kitchen. Is it nicely kept? Is it very far away? How easy or not is it to access? Um, then point 13 is bikes. If you think you might like to have a bike in the future, you want to make sure there's somewhere secure to store your bike. Um, and finally, uh, extra storage units. Sometimes apartments were built with extra storage space little storage units that are down in the car park um, in the underground car park and it's good to ask the agent about that because not agents when they're taking on a property to sell have a million questions to ask the vendor and, and they don't always think to ask that so it's just worth asking yourself to see are there any extra storage units that go with the apartment um so that is a general run through oh yeah finally sorry when it comes to storage is if you have an apartment at the top floor you might like to ask could you have access to the attic for storage space is there a trap door that you can see up into the attic um for you to use it can be a lovely thing um and a great way to store suitcases etc so that's my tuppence worth for going to view an apartment today. Um, I hope you found it useful. And if you need help buying your next property, whatever it may be, I'd love to hear from you. My number is 087-2574-573. I'm a property buyer and I help busy people find property. Thanks for listening.